When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Uh, let's get to our first guests of the night here on the Maccas run. Brent Costello, sports journalist at Wind Television, is with us to uh, chat about what's been happening down there in Tasmania particularly in the last couple of days with the uh, sudden retirement of Peter Gutwin. Uh, Brent, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Jordan. How are you, mate? I'm good, thank you. Uh, now, on this uh, on this political move of uh, of Peter Gutwin, was there any scuttlebutt or indication that, uh, that he might be leaving his role uh, before he actually announced it earlier in the week? Uh, not, not uh, no, to be honest. Uh, he had some time off. Last year, um, had a bit of a health scare, so he took some time away. For, not, not for too long, to be fair. Uh, but no one really saw this coming the other day. Even speaking to people close to the government, they only found out minutes before uh, the official announcement. So, uh, yeah, definitely a surprise, and especially the timing too. Obviously, um, we're so close to a decision on a Tasmanian AFL team, and he's been such a big player in all this. So, um, yeah, it must, it, it, I think it's just it's just got to in the last couple of years. It's obviously been really busy for the state premiers with the pandemic, etc. and he's just worn out. He said he's got nothing left in the tank to give. He's given 110%, and he said you need to give 110% every day you turn up as premier. So um, he's just he's used all his petrol tickets, unfortunately, and uh, had to call it a day. Have you spoken to the people involved with the Tasmanian bids? How have, how have they reacted? Yeah, I have. I spoke to Brett Godfrey yesterday, who's the chair of the, the Tasmanian Task Force. And, uh, yeah, they were absolutely shocked as well. They called a, a snap meeting probably 15 minutes after the uh, the announcement, Brett said. And uh, and they think it's business as usual, though. Obviously, uh, this is a fair way down the track now. Um, it'll be taken to the AFL club presidents in August. So um, hopefully a lot of the hard work is done. And, and they, they're just saying we're going to keep our head down and get on with the job and um, wait to see who the new premier is. And we'll hopefully find out that... Uh, Later this week, but uh, all indications are it'll be Jeremy Rockcliffe, who was the deputy premier. So uh, he's got a, a football background himself. Um, not sure if he's as passionate about the game as Peter Gutman was, because uh, he certainly drove it um, all this way and, and passionate about sport in general. Really, Peter Gutman was. Uh, he got uh, a lot of things done for sport in his time as premier. He got an Ashes Test here, a historic Ashes Test, the first one Tasmania's ever had. Had a couple of AFL finals here last year, a WBBL hub. He finalised the Jack Jumpers NBL deal. So. His legacy uh, will certainly be for sport, I think, because he's done a tremendous lot in his time as Premier. It was only for two years. So at this at this stage of where the Tasmanian Task Force is and, and for the bid for the AFL licence, um, is I'm not going to say uh, it's not a great loss, because I'm sure it still is to, to have you know Peter Gutwin not involved in politics anymore. It is a great loss for that task force. But how much, really, if you were to quantify it, how much have they lost without Peter Gutwin being in uh, 
in a position to uh, sort of to use his political pull? Yeah, it depends who you talk to about that. Uh, some people, as I say, think it's it's well and truly down the road now. Some say it's a significant blow, and it, it is. It has to be some sort of blow because we've seen no state premier uh, stand up to the AFL like Peter Gutwin has. He he hasn't let uh, the state be bullied. Obviously, he used the uh, the Hawthorne and North Melbourne deals as leverage for us to get to the negotiating table to have our own team here in Tasmania. So, um, obviously, those deals have been rolled over for this year for one more year. So we're that lands, if we don't get a team, will be absolutely fascinating. So there's a lot to play out. It's a really big and significant year for Tasmania, and it's just a shame that uh, Peter Gutman's done all the hard work and he won't see it through now. I mean, he, he may not be in politics anymore, and he's wanting to take some time off, which is fair, but you don't necessarily need to be in politics or be a member of parliament to be on the bid team. And he still has a contact book, so could he still could he still use some of his, his knowledge and the power that he still does have in in, um, in in sort of the aftermath of his political career to help the task force along? Hopefully, yeah. I know what he wants to do for the, um, the interim is just to have a rest. He's absolutely cooked, uh, as he said the other day, and just wants to spend some time reading and, and just spending some time with his family because he hasn't done that for the last couple of years. He's been away from his family a hell of a lot because his family's actually based in Launceston and, of course, Parliament... Uh, and the, and the major going is going to happen in the capital in Hobart. So uh, he wanted to do that. But a lot of people said, why couldn't he become the first CEO of the, of the Tasmania Football Club or the, the first president? And I could think of no one better, to be honest. So if and when we do get a team, uh, hopefully he is involved in some way, shape or form. Who's the figurehead now? Well, luckily, that's the thing. Uh, we've got uh, so many good people behind this bid, uh, from Alistair Clarkson, who's come on board and, and done a great job so far. Nick Revolt is there. James Henderson, who's uh, the managers of the Stars, if you like. Um, Brett Godfrey, who I mentioned before, um, who's a really well-credentialed businessman. So that's the thing. While there's a loss for Peter Gutwin, we've still got some real heavyweights behind this bid. So um, I think Alistair Clarkson will slowly become the face of it. Uh, he's been in and out of Tasmania meeting with uh, with people all around the state to try and get to the bottom of what a pathway would look like to a Tasmanian team and what it might look like underneath if a team does come in. Um, so I think we'll see a lot more of Clarko in the months to come. Uh, the confidence from what you've described uh, just a moment ago about where the bid is at at the moment, are the confidence levels high? Yeah, I think so. There's a lot of lobbying going on behind the scenes with with the clubs at the moment, I think, just um, explaining the benefits of what it would look like of Tasmania coming in. And I think the big sticking point's going to be the, the draft concessions. We saw what happened with, with GWS and the Gold Coast when they came in and, and all the draft concessions they got. So I think that'll be in the back of, of clubs' minds. But if they can work that out and make it fair for everyone, um, hopefully we'll get a positive result. So on top of all of the, the work that Peter Gutwin has done and all of the other names that you've mentioned with their pool, how much has the influence of people power had on this bid? Yeah, a lot of things. I think we've had, you know, been through this so many times before in the past. There's been pushes, nothing to this extent, uh, that's for sure. But back in 2008, we had even Mars come on board as a, a naming rights sponsor, a team that didn't exist and uh, I think, you know, 10 years before that, there was another significant push where they were going to build a, a brand new stadium out at the showgrounds here in Hobart. So there's been little ones along the way. And I think, you know, the flying model was great to start with, but I think people have just had a gut pull and they just want to see a Tasmanian team. We've seen with the basketball and the jack jumpers um, what it can do for the state, even the Hobart Hurricanes. They might have Hobart in their name, but they've gone to Launceston and had big crowds. They're not so much in the last couple of years when the Big Bash was thriving. So... Um, I think, yeah, we're sick of the fly-in, fly-out models and not having our own team here. We want to have um, our own team and 
um, a team for young Tasmanians to aspire to and play for. Before I let you go, Brent, I will uh, pivot to basketball because I know you're involved with the Jack Jumpers. Uh, are you hopeful they can snare that last spot in the finals? Oh, I'd love it. Uh, I think it's going to be pretty tough. Perth did us a, a favour the other night by losing to United to keep the door ajar. Uh, we had heard the sad news today that Will Magne's season's over, though, and he's uh, we, we've done okay without him, to be fair. Um, but he's a big loss, that's for sure. Would have been nice to get him back in for the, the final few games. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, we've got to rely probably on other results now. Keep winning ourselves, but rely on probably Perth, the one that would have to drop out, I reckon, for mm-hmm. us to get in. And I can't see them doing that, despite having a, a few hiccups of late. They're just such a, a powerhouse organisation. But saying that, uh, you can't knock the Jack Jumpers first year. If they had said this is where we'd be at... Uh, pushing and knocking on the door for a final spot in our debut year at the start of the season. I reckon we would have taken that with both hands. Brent, I appreciate you uh, jumping on and having a chat and thank you for bringing us up to speed with uh, the aftermath of the Peter Gutman retirement in the last couple of days. Thank you so much. Anytime, Jordan. Thanks.